boundaries have such a negative connotation to them. It sounds like you have to say no and you have to stomp your foot to have a boundary. And it's not. It's really just saying five o'clock, my phone goes on, do not disturb because I'm on family time. It's, 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 boundaries can be really silent things that we implement for ourselves that you just know in your head how you're going to manage something or, or knowing what your calendar looks like this week and just saying, you know, I appreciate the offer, but I really don't have the space in it. Please consider me next time. We believe that you are strong by design and you were made in God's image to have a strong body, mind, and spirit. You're listening to the number one strength and health authority podcast in the world. So let's get ready to unlock your potential and transform your life in today's episode. And welcome back to the Strong by Design podcast. I'm your host today, Coach Tanya Fines, and joining me is Nicole Carver with Carver Concierge. Welcome to the show, Nicole. Hey, Tanya. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Now we've been I've been meaning to do this for a while, and interestingly enough, we met what almost a year ago. Probably just about yes, about a year ago at the Tampa Club, and we have gotten together intermittently in between then and now. And I've always had you on my mind, like, I really want to get her on the show because, you know, you're this really powerhouse woman. You got, you're doing all this stuff, you, you know, um, doing amazing things. And then the last time we got together for lunch, which was what, like two weeks ago, you were telling me about something new you were starting. And I'm like, oh, oh, then we definitely have to do this. And it just all came together really quick. It did come together quick. And here we are on a Monday. On a Monday, right? Like just start the week off. Boom. But this is how it goes. Cause you're, you're hard to tie down because you're all over the place. You're, um, I am. Yeah. You're in airplanes and you're between here and mostly like Tennessee. Is that correct? Correct. So, um, my concierge agency works here in Tampa and we have a team building up in Nashville, Tennessee as well. Awesome. So yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, Nicole, who you are and what you do. I've mentioned that you're Carver Concierge. So I know right away we've got listeners going, well, what's that all about? So talk a little bit about that. Sure. Well, I am a military spouse. My husband's retired now. That's how we ended up here in Tampa, um, courtesy of the army. And we, he retired and we are staying here. I'm a mom of three and I transitioned from corporate life as an executive assistant into entrepreneurship about 11 years ago. And I launched Carver Concierge. We are a personal assistant and lifestyle management agency here in Tampa Bay. And then in 2020, I had the opportunity to launch another branch of our agency in Nashville. So we provide personal assistance for busy executives, high net worth individuals, athletes, just super busy people who don't have time to take care of everything that's on their to-do list. And we manage everything from the simple things like the Amazon returns and the dry cleaning to the big things like family vacations and home project renovations. So we do it all. You do it all. And you actually also... Um you can like move people where basically they just say, we're moving, here's the date. And you look after absolutely everything, like canceling services, getting new service. Like you handle all of it. Like we do. just has to walk out of the door. You are right. It is a white glove turnkey <laughs> relocation services. So they essentially do a walkthrough of the house with us. They pack their suitcase and they go away. And we take care of everything from packing them out to getting them moved back in right down to the groceries in the refrigerator, the wine in the wine fridge, and, you know, a notary at the door if they need to get their 
kids started in school right away. We manage all of it and they roll back into their new home with their suitcase ready to ready to settle in and start work. Wow. So basically they they pass on the stress of moving to you. Yeah. Just pass the baton and roll out the door. It's a good way to make a move. I can tell you as a military spouse who moved way too many times in my life, um, I would love it. <laughs> so we provide it. And that's a lot of the services and that's how we do what we do. They come from everyday life needs, things that we've all needed in our lives, things that my team have done, things that we know personally, everybody could yeah. use an extra hand for. Right. Oh, that, I, can't, I can't even imagine. Cause I'm thinking like the moves I did, like from country, like from country to country, even not even just within the same province, mm-hmm. state, but country to country, how nice that would be to have right. look after it all. Oh my God. And we can do it on either end. We just, we can receive if they're incoming into either Tampa and Nashville, we can help them pack out and be on their way. Um, and through a collaborative of concierge that I work with across the U S and into Europe. Now we have the outreach to connect them with the right person on the other end if we can't manage it for them on both ends. Wow, that's fabulous. So if you're listening and you're thinking about moving or if you ever do need to move, I cannot recommend Nicole enough. She's absolutely like the utmost classy professional I've ever met. Like seriously. Just Thank you. Down I appreciate that. So interestingly enough, though, the last time we had lunch, we were just talking about life, being women, being moms, being busy. And that parlayed into a conversation about a new project that you're either working on or getting started. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure where that's at, but that's, that was the catalyst for me getting you on the show. I'm like, I really want to talk about this with you. I don't want to give you a platform to share that. So can you tell us about this new project? That you're doing. I can. So I am very, very excited about this new project. It's a cumulative of cumulative of over 30 years of professional experience and my own personal life experience of bringing to the table a whole new platform called Let's Chat Lifestyle. And it's going to be by invitation only, specially curated events to have women like yourself, Tanya, other busy women, women that are at all late ages and all levels of their career to have some really in-depth, nitty gritty conversations about what moves the needle forward for us all and what keeps us stuck. Because there's nothing more powerful than when you kick off your shoes and pour yourself a cup of tea or a great cocktail and sit on the sofa with your girlfriends and just can have some really. Oh, I just lost your audio there. Right. Oh, and you know what? And I love that you said it because we talked about that, how, you know, being women and in business and you're, you know, you're wanting to network and connect because that's how you grow. Correct. And then some of these, these, like you call these nitty gritty conversations, we either don't have time for them during the, cause that's like business. That's like, that's working. That's growing. That's networking. That's handing out the business cards. That's going to the business luncheons. That's all of that rubbing elbows, uh, meeting people and trying to make those connections that, you know, you bring value to what they're doing. And in return, they also bring something to you. And that's like the collaborative. And we're constantly doing that even on our days off. It's like when you're in business for yourself, there's never really, it's, it's a constant constant drive but those conversations like kicking your shoes off a nice glass of wine happen with the girlfriends on that rare moment that you have an evening or a couple hours one sunday around the pool 
and we have those conversations and it's kind of like we off gas, like we get it all out. Right. We go right back into the, we get right back on the hamster wheel. The minute we're in the car, we're on the Bluetooth and we're driving home and we're making meetings for the next day and we're, who's picking up the kids. And, and so those conversations happen, but they don't happen on a platform or in an arena where we actually take that and go, okay, here's what I can do. Or, or what are some of the resources and people we have available to, like you say, move the needle or get us from being unstuck. So I love this concept. Well, we're so multifaceted. We're multidimensional women. We are not just the businesswoman who gets to go to the networking event or the the wife and mom who's doing what they need to for the kids at home. We are all of that. And work-life integration is real. We need to stop talking about how you're balancing this or balancing that. It's it's a blend. It's And balance is about being in constant motion, which I guess we always are, right? You're always moving forward. You're doing all kinds of things. But I think this is that moment where you really get to slow down and discuss all of that. I think there's, again, it goes back to there's such power in these conversations about what we're doing, what we're seeing, what we're learning, and how we're changing what that looks like for the next generation of women behind us, whether it's the really young girls who haven't even got there yet, or the women that are 10 years behind us or 20 years behind us. And what are we doing and what have we learned that we can help everybody else? Because that's what we do. We, we share everything we know. So why not sit down and really do it all together? Exactly. We'll sit down and share recipes. So why not this? Because the work, the, you know, the women in the workforce is, it's, I mean, it's growing. It's mm-hmm. growing. And we're seeing more and more women in, you know, to use the, the term power positions, you know. Um, so yeah, like you say, there's all of it and we're multifaceted. And I love that you brought up the word balance because I have had an issue with this word most of my life, especially when I started working out of the home and then, you know, starting my first company. And from there, I'm like, okay, I understand, I understand why people use it and I understand the good intentions behind it, but I really don't know that balance in what a lot of us visualize or think exist. Like it's, that's just unrealistic. It's more like a harmony. Where's the harmony? Where's your harmony? Because it's never 50-50. You're lucky if you get 70-30 on a good day. (laughs) How do do all of those elements, you know, how do all of those spokes connect to the outer ring so that the wheel keeps turning? And giving yourself grace when you did a really good job on this side today and tomorrow you'll catch up on the other because that's really what it's all about, right? It it balances a really, it sets us up for failure with with the perception that we all have of it. Absolutely. Right. And we never know, like, you know, it's, it's easy to, as women, I think sometimes to sit and watch on the outside, somebody else that she's all together. She's, uh, she's got it all. She's doing all. She's a great mom. She's a great wife. She's a great businesswoman. And she always looks great. You have no idea the frenzy that might be going on beneath the skin. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, but we get really good at that because I think, so, I don't know if it's, I'm not going to say society puts that on us, or I think actually, I think as women, we're, we're our own worst enemy in putting that on ourselves, placing that on ourselves, this level of perfection or mm-hmm. having it all together that we need to have. It's like, no, no, it, we really don't. Because like you say, what, I mean, at the end of the day, and this is what I, I still work at this, the end of the day, what actually absolutely had to get done, like so that I didn't lose a contract or that, that something wasn't completed that needed to be, it all gets done. The stuff we're stressing about is that all the extra stuff that we somehow threw in the pile thinking we had to do it or it must get done today mm. by four o'clock and it didn't, but you know what? It's there tomorrow and it, it somehow it always all gets done. 
It does. You're right. And I talk about that a lot. That's like mental load. It's that big cloud bubble over your head that is just full. The minute one thing is done, six other, you've now made this little bitty space and you've done six other things that have popped into your brain that you know you have to get done. It's never ending. So it's figuring out where you're going to delegate that, where you set boundaries and what you're going to take on yourself. So you still feel like like you're right where you're supposed to be in life. And when you said, you know, we compare ourselves to others. Oh, good Lord. Growing up, this, my daughter's, I have a daughter 14. So I look at what social media is and mm. how much more that will affect her life versus yeah. even coming out of it myself, which, oh, I'm so glad I didn't grow up with social media everywhere. Oh, can you imagine? For the spotlight on me. But I think some of it's generational too. We, we, yes. we talked about this, like, we had grandparents and our grandmother stayed home and they took care of the kids and they raised the family. And then our mother's generation, maybe that was when they first stepped out and they were working part time, but they had the support of probably the grandmother at home. I know my grandmother took care of us when my mother worked part time. And then as, as we evolve, we still have all the same responsibilities, but we're adding more and more and more to it all the time. So now maybe you're working full time. Now maybe you're an entrepreneur and you have you're working a corporate job and you're raising a family and you're doing this and you're and doing you're that. <laughs> right, right, absolutely. We just keep adding more to it, and we have to figure out how do we really make this work for us so that we're not burned out and exhausted all the time. And I think again, it all leads back to those conversations when you sit down with other women and you hear how they're doing it. Um, we hear maybe where we're falling short ourselves, but where somebody else has got that figured out. And now it's like, we can do that. I never thought of that. Like, I didn't know that was a resource. What a great way to tap into just the Mm -hmm. knowledge and experience and the life lessons that we all have. Oh, I I think that's beautiful. And I, I love that because it becomes like a different type of collaboration with other women because a lot of us are, we're just, we're on that hamster wheel or we're on the, you know, on the ball and we're just trying to maintain that, that balance and stuff. And yet, um, just a very, a very casual, easy, relaxed conversation with a group of other women, you can walk out of that going, it was right there in front of me. And I had no idea because I think we do tend to like, just put it all on ourselves. And, um, I think a lot of times, like when we have our tribe of girlfriends, we have no, we're, we're very comfortable sharing in that moment. We could, but we're like, again, I think it's a lot of the off gassing, but I think majority of the time in those group conversations, we're all off gassing, but we're not actually going into the conversation thinking, okay, this is going to be a collective. Um, I'm going to, we're all going to share and I'm act, I'm actively listening for what somebody else might be able to throw into the middle there that I'm okay, can we talk about this? Or like, you know, it becomes like, um, more, uh, like an incentive to have the conversations, not just to like, let it all go, which is important. The off gassing is important, but also that the, um, participation of it in terms of, well, this actually could become a tremendous resource and not just my support group that can hold me up when I'm feeling like I, that's it, I'm done but also stepping up and going, no, here's, look, have you tried this? Here's, we can support you in this and here's how. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we, we need that. It's that deeper dive of connecting with other like-minded women that are outside our inner circle. And that's what I'm hoping to bring together with the Let's Chat Lifestyle. So it's going to be a lot of fun. There'll be a podcast and then we're going to do some really um, immersive 
experiences um, for get togethers to engage in these conversations. And then leading up to maybe a retreat at the end of the year for all oh, of those that okay. were ready to take an even deeper dive, deeper um, dive. with some yeah. of the conversation on some of the conversations and bring different things to the table and meet other women. So it's going to mm-hmm. be a lot of fun. I'm really it's- excited about it. It sounds like it. I'm excited about it. So sort of, can you give us a little bit of an idea? Like, where's it at? When is it, when there, is there going to be like a big launch or what sort of like in the next three to six months? Where, where, where's this at? Where's it going? Cause like, right. I'm excited. So, <laughs> I'm excited too. I'd like to fast track it. Can we start today? Yeah. Um, we could, but I don't think I'm, I'm not exactly all ready to, I want it to be done extremely well. That's very important to me. I want everybody to feel cared for and nurtured. And like, this is a safe space for, to build relationships and, and have good conversations because that's always important to all of us. So it will launch um, towards the end of June with the podcast will roll out. And then by fall, um, end of August, probably. I know summertime is such a busy time for people. And to add one more thing or one more expectation what? or one more invite or one more ask when it's too hot in Tampa and everybody is planning summer vacations and you should. So what a great way to launch back into our fall season to come back exactly. off vacation and be ready to join up with other women and have these really impactful and powerful conversations. That's that's the timeline. Oh, I think that, I think that's great. I think that's great. Um, So what for our female listeners or even our male listeners that, you know, have a a wife who's working and and doing Mm -hmm. her thing that's interested, what, what, who, who is it? Who does this fit? The let's chat experience. Who does it fit? It fits every working woman between the ages of probably 30 to 65 whether they're retired or stepping into that new phase of their lives and really wants to engage with other women, bring to the table what they're learning, what they've learned and what they've known. We all held so much life experience. Myself alone, I was, I have been a widow. I have been divorced. I have lost a sibling. I mean, not to be on the negative side of things, but those are experiences that I've gone through in my life. I'm happily married and raising three children. We've done a lot of extraordinary things. And those are all pieces of me that I want to bring to the table and share my life's lessons, how I've navigated some challenges, how we've cheered each other on for some successes. And I think that's that's really what I'm most excited about. Mm, I love that. I want everybody to bring... All of them. All of them. To yeah. the sofa. I th- and I think that's important. So like getting back to that, like the life experiences that aren't necessarily to do with business or making mm-hmm. money or networking, but just like the life stuff. Do you think, what's your opinion on, like as women, I think sometimes, sometimes we might feel a little bit shy in sharing our successes or like sharing to, or like, like revealing those things because a, we don't want to seem weak or we don't have time because, you know, well, we lost somebody, but there's still lunches to make and a house to clean and laundry to do it. Oh, I've got those emails I need to send. And I got to, you know, have a call with the account and they're like the other life part is in the way. So, um, I think sometimes we don't allow ourselves time to grieve, heal, what I kind of really work through it. And other times when we do have a win or a victory, we're almost a little bit, we almost don't allow ourselves to celebrate as much as we should. 
Now, do you think that's just something with women? Is it something we were taught? Is it just ingrained? Like what, what is that all about? Oh, I think it's a lot of everything. That's a whole suitcase to unpack right there, I think. Um, I think we are busy. There's always something else on our plate. And there's not a lot of, we don't allow a lot of time for ourselves when we do go through those things. I started professionally working when it wasn't great. When you showed up at work, they didn't want to know you had a family. They didn't want to know I had kids at home that were sick. They didn't want to know. You checked that at the parking lot. You stressed about it internally, but you worked really hard every day and you managed it and figured it out on the back end. It wasn't glamorous. We're in a different time now where, like I said, work-life integration is more allowed. So there's some things that we've learned. Um, I don't know. I think I think every piece and everything that you go through in life is such value. It's so much that you should be sharing with others. It's so much about who, how you show up differently. It's how you're sympathetic or empathetic, or you find your strength. And that isn't just on the personal side. It's how you show up in business too. The life lessons that you learn make you a, either a good, hopefully make you a really good leader. If you're building a team, you hope that those experiences come out. Um, I just think, again, we are multifaceted individuals. We're not, you can't put us in a box and say, oh, you're just the business owner over here, or you're just the corporate executive, or you're just the mom, or we're not. We're, we're the whole melting pot, and that's what we need to embrace. Yeah, I, I would agree. I, I um, The whole thing about um, the box, putting us in a box. I was having a text conversation with a friend of mine. You know, Maureen, you know Maureen Famiano? Oh, I do. Maureen's awesome. Yeah, lovely, yeah. wonderful. Another another powerhouse woman here in Tampa Bay. And we were just having a text back and forth about some things that stuff like work stuff and that. And she something came up about like the like in, in a box, like being me feel mm. I was like struggling with, you know, everybody wants a title. But I find I have all these, there's all these different things that I do, like creatively, mm-hmm. there's, you know, there's the writing, there's podcasts, right. I'm a speaker, like there's all, you know, but a lot of times people want like, well, what are you? They want one word or like maybe three words, a sentence that depicts everything that you do. And I'm like, I really struggle with that. And I was saying to her something about, you know, like, uh, I feel like I have to be in this box and I don't know what to call the box. And she says, whenever somebody brings up the box, I just say, what box? And I thought that is perfect. That's like not thinking outside. You don't have to think that's what mm-hmm. it was. You don't have to think outside the box because there shouldn't be a box. Right. You know, like when you, when we look at our kids, you know, I don't know how many of us are like wanting to make sure our kids, our children do one thing. I mean, we, we want our kids to be successful. We want them to do whatever right. it is that they do very well. But I have yet to meet a parent that is, has really been so focused on, okay, this is, this is you. This is what you're good at. And this is what you're going to do for the rest of your, this is you. This is your box. You right. are going to dentist, firefighter, whatever that right. is. We're like, try it all. Like we like to see our kids excel at many things. Right. We tell them you can be anything you want to be and you can be anything you want to be. So where does that stop when we become an adult? I still get to be anything I want to be, right? I want to be podcast host. I want to be a speaker. I'm a business owner. I'm a team Uh leader. I'm a mom. I'm all those things. And yes, where I show up some days might be which hat I'm wearing, but that's about the limit of it. No box. No box. Is all of those things hold value or add value Mm -hmm. to all the other pieces in some way. Our experiences as mothers, 
I think definitely show up for us in ways in business that, I mean, we could sit here and like, you know, pull all the threads apart. I don't think that's important, but it does. Like, again, same with with dads. I won't leave the dads out. Same thing with who are dads and, and in business and stuff that has an impact on your business in certain elements, in certain areas, you know? So all of those things add value and it's, Mm -hmm. it's very much within our own life outside the box with all the things it's very reciprocal. If we allow ourselves to kind of just expand the mind to like, okay, it's, I am all of these things and they all are important because they all make up who I am as a whole and how I show up is all of that. Some days it's a little more here. Some days it's a little more there, Mm. but this is me, all of that stuff. Agreed. And I love having conversations with women that don't have children sometimes because I, I get lost in all of their needs sometimes. And when I can sit down with a girlfriend who looks at life completely differently because that's what they've chosen. Mm -hmm. I integrate a lot of that back into my life too. I think Mm -hmm. there's just, again, women just, we're so, I'm going to use it, this word to death today because it's multifaceted. Stop saying we're not. There's just too much of us not to share it all. And that's really what we're going to do with Let's Chat Lifestyle. We're going to just, we're going to share it all to whatever level everybody's comfortable with. And Mm -hmm. I want everybody to leave after one of those events feeling like I don't know like the sisterhood has has come together my tribe has spoken and we have pounded the drums and patted each other's backs and held each other's hands and we have solved life's problems and we are stronger and better women for that time that we were together and what people do with that after that Mm. that's they'll have the resources and the tap back into it, but that's for them to, to do with what they want. But I just want everybody to walk away just feeling like it was like a wow moment for them. Very powerful, very empowering. Mm-hmm. I mean, had the yes. potential to, to use that to like empower step really not just step into, I think people showing up have already stepped into their place of power, but to really like just own it, you know, yeah. like, really, sort of like let your hair down and be you and own it all. in that, in that place and, and be there in it and like be even further empowered. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think that's a really good thing. A really good thing for women. So I have a question for you, whether when it comes to boundaries, do you think it's something we're getting better at? Do you think it's something we're just getting better at maybe kind of pushing off to like boundaries are such, I, I find my, in my conversations with women, that's something that tends to come up a lot. Um, as far as boundaries, you know, like where, um, where do we draw the line with this feeling? I I think, I think a lot of times with those of us that are moms, as you know, as a mom, you, you do tend to like really put yourself further down the list. It's Mm -hmm. just, you're, you're, you're in charge of a human being. You're in charge of a human being. That's a big responsibility. (laughs) Yeah. Tanks, the business tanks, and you can either rebuild another one or go work somewhere. But when you're in charge of a whole human being, that's a big responsibility. So I think sometimes there's a default, a subconscious default, that boundaries just aren't something that is uh, loud. Right. So do you think, I think it's it, better? I think it's a muscle. Like yes. You have to exercise it. You have to flex it every now and then. You have to work it more often. The more often you work it, the more comfortable it becomes. I yes. think just like balance, boundaries have such a negative connotation to them. It sounds like you have to say no and you have to stomp your foot to have a boundary. And it's not. It's really just saying five o'clock, my phone goes on do not disturb because I'm on family time. It's, 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 boundaries can be 
really silent things that we implement for ourselves that you just know in your head how you're going to manage something or, or knowing what your calendar looks like this week and just saying, you know, I appreciate the offer, but I really don't have the space in it. Please consider me next time. Or I believe also that when you look at your calendar and you said yes to something six months ago and the calendar is jammed up, you also have to be okay with being able to say, I really wanted to attend this and it was my intention and my plan, but but this week I just, I'm not going to be able to make it and be okay with it. Those are boundaries. Those are those are just knowing internally what you can say yes and no to. And I think we, we need a lot more practice. I need a lot more practice at it. Yeah. Why do you I think, why do you think it, that's such a hard thing? Because I mean, oh I still, gosh. I still like I, when you talk about the calendar, I get up today and I looked, my, today looks, looks great. The rest of the week, I'm like, why did I do that to myself? I know, right? But oh, if, you, if, if you're trying to now jam everybody in, isn't everybody who's on your calendar going to feel like they got jammed in too a little bit? You didn't bring your best self to the table. Exactly. exactly. There's that. I, I don't know why we do it. I think I can say mine from experience is generational. My mother, my grandmother would say, you signed up for it. You're committed to it. Yeah. You show up and you do it. There was no wiggle room. You start something, you finish it. All of those cliches yeah, that we learn. Lie in it, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, my bed is full of wrinkles and I don't like it today. So here, take that. Um, I'm, I'm going to sleep on the floor next to it. It is what it is. But I think, again, I think it's, it's those things that have been said over and over and over in our heads that we learn from somewhere else, or we watched with somewhere else, somebody else, or we perceive that, like you said in the beginning, we perceive that Tanya must say yes to everything. She's always dressed up. I see her social media. She's everywhere. She doesn't say no. She, she's got it all together and she's saying yes to it all. And maybe you really said yes to one thing and posted five times on social media, right? We don't know what really goes on behind the scenes for everybody, but we assume that everybody else is doing it all and we have to do it all. Right. We've got this assumption, like, and that's the thing with, I mean, social media is fantastic as far as what it provides. Because when you like, when like talking about how you have, you have the reach to overseas now Mm -hmm. that need that want to hire you, work with you, you have a a tremendous reach. That is fantastic for you, your brand, your company. That's tremendous. So social media, I am like incredibly grateful for. So am I. However, it does the, on the flip side, if we're not, if we're not just checking in with ourselves in terms Mm -hmm. of like just the basics of humanity, what is absolutely possible. (laughs) There are some superheroes among us that seem to be able to do a lot more, but um, it does, it, it can get us into that seat where we're sitting there in the audience going, wow, how does she do that? And you don't know, she might be going home and be like, you know, maybe she, you know, or hasn't eaten all day kind of thing, but it, it right. can definitely allude to the belief that there's somebody that is able to say yes to everything and do it with such elo- eloquence and like without tripping up. And it's right. it's like, it's not my experience. <laughs> it's not mine either. <laughs> there's a lot of, I mean, I can't, and I can, I can't even count the number of times where like, because of, this guilt that I will feel about, I, I better say yes, or I don't want them to, I don't want the other person to feel like I, I could, it, we somehow can turn it into making it a personal thing when the other person might be just like, Oh, you can't, that's fine. Yeah. I will consider you next time or let's reschedule. Instead. It's like, well, if I say no now, then that's like, somehow that's just agreed. It made a, this huge personal impact on this other person. So we say yes 
to alleviate our own guilt. And then like you say, but then how are you showing up? If you've been going from nine to, you know, you had podcasts from nine to 11 and then at 1130, you have to be somewhere for a luncheon. And then by two, you got to be at a meeting. And then at 245, you got to be somewhere else. And then you're walking in the door at 930 at night and you haven't even like paused. How, how much have you left at the end of the day? <laughs> right. And how well did you show up as well as you thought you did? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I think that's something we all have to work through. But I think that goes back to what you asked about boundaries. I think you have to figure out for yourself, what are your boundaries? And it doesn't always have to be loud and foot stomping when you put them down and just feel like this is my list. Make your list. Put it on your desktop. Put it on your computer. Have it on your post-it notes. These are these are my rules of engagement for the week right. of what I'm going to allow myself to do, feel, and say yes or no to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think most people on the receiving end appreciate, not that you have to justify the no, right. but I think if they, you know, if you're very transparent, like I would really love to do this, um, but honestly, this week doesn't allow for, I think they're very appreciative because typically when people extend an invitation, they want you to show up and be present. Right. You know, they don't want you just because you said, well, I accepted the invitation. Here I am, but I am so disengaged right now. I don't even know what, who's in the room. Right. Which event am I showing up at right now? But I, I agree. And it's just, it's like the same. We, we are better about setting boundaries for our children. We know that Um, we have a, you know, you can only participate in X number of activities. You can only say yes to this. You can't have sleepovers on this night. Those are boundaries. Where did we think that once we became adult, we weren't allowed to have any? Right? Yeah. Right. Or that, that goes they away. matter, but they matter even more and huge because the amount of responsibility, right? We just, like you said, we just keep adding more. Yeah. And you've got, you've got to say no to some things to be able to say yes to some things. You've got to have some downtime. You've got to say yes to a spa appointment or yes, when you go to get your hair done, not answering the phone while you're there, even if it's as simple as that. I can remember um, I worked with a business coach and she'd be like, when you go to the grocery store, I want you to leave your phone in the car. And I was like, I can't leave my phone in the car. And then Panic. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what will happen? It's like, it, and I think we become a slave to that too. We have to answer everything right away. Right all the time. And it was like, Oh, leave your phone in the car. When you go grocery shopping this week, ladies, it is powerful. You feel like you have been on vacation when you didn't even look at it, answer it or wonder about it for just 20 minutes. Um, but again, it's a muscle. You got to practice it. So that that's a good like baby step. Cause I'm thinking mm-hmm. the last time I, it was actually last week I did, I had to run into the grocery store. I just needed like a handful of things. So I was going to maybe be 20 minutes by the time I left my car, got my stuff, got out. I got into the, and of course it was one of those days, everything was back to back. So I was not even, I don't think I was fully present in life. I was just kind of running on this autopilot mode. I got into Publix and I'm like fast, like speed walking up and down the aisles right. to get home. Cause I got this meeting. I got to be on this call for, I mean, gosh forbid you're like five minutes late because right. I'm, I'm so important that, Oh my gosh, my, my lateness is going to throw everything off. My goodness. So arrogant, but I get, into I'm, I'm standing in the one aisle and I thought, Oh, I've got my, li- I forgot. I got my list on my phone and I, mm. and I, I'm that crazy woman in the middle of the aisle throwing things out of my purse. I'm like oh, my phone, my phone, my phone, my phone. <laughs> and I was like, this is, this is a sickness, Tanya. <laughs> this is an unhealthy addiction to your phone. <laughs> Well, that's how I felt. Like, I'm going to leave my phone in the car, but watch how fast I'm going to race up and down the aisles. Clear the way, people. Right. Like, I actually panic. Like, I'm like, oh, my gosh, what if I missed a call? What if there's an email? And it's like 
20 minutes, Tanya, like 20 minutes. Come on. Yeah. But it's like giving yourself some space to be okay with that. Sometimes being, being able to just shut off for a few minutes and just being okay with it. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's really important. And I think that's sort of something that almost needs to be, at least for me, it needs to be like weekly homework, like set points during the week, short amounts to start with, you know, like, give the, or even just give the phone to somebody if I'm going for a walk, can you take my phone and put it on silence? And I don't care how many times that thing buzzes, just don't give it to me. Just don't even. Right. Right. Because we have become very, very, when we're running our own businesses, become you become very, it, it's easy to become very glued to, especially when you're starting out trying to build because you don't want oh, to, you don't want to miss a text. You don't want to, you want to give that, I'm, I'm available no matter what I'm available because I need to start this thing. That's true. But then that's right where those boundaries start slipping away sometimes too, because if you don't implement them in the beginning, they're harder to gain that control back later. When you have said yes to everybody all day, every day, which we are hungry for, but I think that's one of the things like my biggest thing I would tell somebody starting the business is like, Set your parameters, set your boundaries of your work hours, put on the out of office, send the text that says, I'll get back to you first thing tomorrow morning. You know, don't, when you become available all the time, then you have to be available all the time. And then you burn out and you blame it on the client or whoever you're working with when really, in fact, you taught them that it was okay. Yeah. We teach people what, you know, our, our availability. And we do it absolutely early on, really early on. And we don't even think we are. I know. We're just like, I'm going to be the best at this. I'm going to be available for my client. I'm going to all, you know, Mm -hmm. but then it's like, oh, I am always available to my client. (laughs) (laughs) I still have to make dinner, you know? That's right. I know. I've taken some calls during family time when I probably shouldn't. And I've, in fact, there's, my family has, Friday night for dinner and I've been on a call and I'll be five more minutes and five more minutes and five more minutes. And one night I walked out and the car was gone from the driveway. They brought me back takeout, but they were like, enough. Yeah. We've missed Friday night dinners for you're saying five more minutes. And I was like, Oh, that was like my light bulb moment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it wasn't meanly intended. It was just, they were just enough. They knew I was going to be a whole lot longer than five right. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing we they knew. clients become, a, become, um, accustomed to our availability to them Mm -hmm. and our family becomes accustomed to our non-availability. And isn't that the exactly why we, the opposite of why we went into business or started something was to be available for the people that mattered Mm -hmm. the most in our life and not have them feel like they were second or to have extra time in our day to say yes to things that, that, fill us up. And I think those are the first things that slide out of the way. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, it's absolutely right. I don't think any of us get into this because I want to be ex- even more busy and have more responsibility and less time. It's like, I want do I want this to build something that creates space and time so that I have the abundance I want. I have the lifestyle I want and I have that freedom to be with family or not, or do whatever I want to do and have that self time. But you, you know, we get into this entrepreneurial world. It's like, there's just no time <laughs> because we set it up that way. We do. I know we're, we're like, have nobody else to blame but yourself at the end of the day. At least when you work for a corporate, you could say you can 
it on the boss. Yeah, like, sometimes I still blame it on the boss. I'm like, yeah. oh, she's such a shrew to work for. Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I made that schedule. Oops. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Who did this to my calendar today? Oh, that was all on my my own little doing over here. But I I do. I think we get wrapped up in that, and then once we've lost the control of it, it's really hard to get it back. So remembering and yeah, mm. implementing those things out of the gate are huge huge biggest piece of advice for anybody who wants to start right. a business right so stick to it with let's chat lifestyle first of all how'd you come up with the mm-hmm. name because i love the name because instantly it makes like when i hit let's chat lifestyle i'm like oh that's something i want to be a part of because it isn't it doesn't have that corporate networky kind of pitch to it and not that i have like um the networking groups that i belong to mm-hmm. love them mm-hmm. they have been right absolutely saved me in a in you know when i came to tampa i didn't really know anybody. I didn't really have any mm-hmm. connections. So I was very um, intentional with the groups uh, that I joined. A, one was availability time and, and all of that. But um, I really wanted to maximize the potential. And I wanted to be a part of groups where I felt like at least if I showed up that there was something I could bring to the table, something I could offer to the group as a whole or individuals that were also in the group. So when I hear Let's Chat Lifestyle, I'm like, oh, that just sounds like a nice cup of coffee. Like, it just sounds very, oh, let's do that. <laughs> let's chat. <laughs> you know, it just sounds, oh, and I can write it off? Like, that's a business. <laughs> <laughs> Even better, right? Yeah. Well, I love that you said that because that's exactly how I want people to feel. That's what I want the whole feeling of let's chat lifestyle to be. I think there's a difference between, you know, let's get together for a business lunch or something versus when you hear let's chat, let's sit down and chat, let's have a chat. And lifestyle was brought into it because it's encompasses everything. It's, it's not limited to whatever we're going to talk about, whether we're talking about families or boundaries or building wealth or setting, you know, plans for what our future is going to look like, or how did we get stuck here? That's life. What is the lifestyle you want to live? Let's Mm. talk about that Mm. and see how we all get there together. Yeah, that's uber cool. Like that's really, really cool. Yeah. I can just, I'm like, I'm just like, okay, I'm on a couch. I got coffee, shoes are off, feet are tucked up and it just, yeah, you know, it's like, okay, let's, let's talk like we do when we have our one hour, like little glass of wine at the end of the week, but let's, let's, let's do something with the conversations now. Right. Right. And let's, let's take it a little deeper and let's spend a little more time than just that one hour of wine at the end of the week on Friday that we get to schedule. Let's, let's schedule a morning, let's schedule an afternoon, let's schedule brunch and do this together in a place that just lets you kick back and relax and maybe shut the phone off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And be be here with everybody and engage in the conversation. So that's really the the overall feel of where that's gonna go. And and I think it it partners well with Carver Concierge as we've been doing lifestyle management for years. We've been we know what we can do for other people and what other people's lives look like and how to meld that together and ease that. So why not share some of those experiences too? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's, it's good. People's lives, you help make their lives easier during a time when there's a lot happening. So you definitely absolutely. have the toolbox to bring to get this thing up and running. So, right. and I'm sure like with anything new, there's like a vision and that after three months, six mm-hmm. months, and as things grow, there's like, you know, who knows where, where this can go? Cause it can be huge, 
because I think it has the potential to reach and help millions of women. I really, really do. I think this is something that's very much lacking just in terms of where you're coming from with it. I, I think that there's, right. there's a lot of networking groups and I think you finding the mm-hmm. right one is it like priceless to you. You Absolutely. get that and you, I, I strongly encourage all people, men, women, um, to definitely find those in your area and, and make them work for you and work with them because they can be helpful. But this is a, on a completely different, in a completely different arena that has the potential to have such massive positive impact um, and change people's lives, not just their personal lives, but their business life. And just like, again, that work-life integration, I think it's just the, the potential is massive. So right now, though, if you could say one to three things, like what are the, what are the top things that you would really want people that are going to be a part of it? What are you wanting them to, to walk away with? What is it your, what is your hope for these women that come into let's chat lifestyle? Well, I think because they're going to all be in person, these are not going to be virtual events at all. I think there's, there's, we've got to, if nothing else came out of 2020, we've done enough of that connection is really built. I've made some wonderful business relationships and otherwise, but real connections are built when when you're in person in a room and you can see face to face and look in somebody's eyes and hear in their voice what's going on or what they can share with you. So the three things I want people to share is connection, communication, and permission to be exactly who you are and live your best life. That is that needs to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> you know, that is a great, no, that's, that's a great message because it's, it's uncomplicated. It's uncomplicated, it's just it's uncomplicated. Out, which is what we kind of would really, a lot of us would like to do is uncomplicate, uncomplicate the things that we somehow really complicated. <laughs> right. And I think <laughs> who better to tell you next than your best girlfriend. Right. Um, and, and that like, you're really making this harder than it needs to be. Let's help you through this. Let's, let's figure this out. Let's get a solution to what's going on for you. Mm -hmm. Even if it's, you know, you feel jammed up on time. Like let's talk about that. And I think a a really good tribe of women is really actually good at doing that in a way that's respectful. It's like, okay, I hear you, but sweetie, You've really made this difficult. So yeah, I I think, I think when you find that tribe, they're really good at doing that, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. helping you. Yeah. And I'm looking for women that are, like I said, that really care about one another, but are going to be really truthful and honest in what they bring to the table, because that's going to make the difference in what they take away. Exactly. Well, that's just, that's the value right there. That that authenticity, right? In it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, I know you mentioned it's going to be like invitation only. I think that is smart again, because you want, you do definitely want the right people that are going to completely immerse themselves into what this is about. And absolutely. And so they'll be chosen and curated based on topics. Probably Perfect. is the way we're going to move forward with this. So not all topics are going to be of interest to the same people. And you want to bring the same people to the room for those conversations. So that will be how they are laid out. So you've got 12 topics coming up and you're interested in three of them. We're going to put you in, we're going to put you in that group so that we can select who's going to be in these. And so that the conversation really flows that much right. better and that much easier because everybody starts out on the same mm-hmm. page. Yeah, exactly. So for anyone listening that's thinking, wow, you know, this is something like I, I would love to be a part of. I would like to find out more about is there going to be like, 
a way to reach out and then sort of be vetted to see if like, are they a fit for this? Or maybe they're a better fit for that. There absolutely will be. So we'll be launching a new uh, website shortly, which will be Let's Chat Lifestyle. There'll be a form at the bottom of that to complete. Um, the, the new email will be up this week. It'll be Nicole at Let's Chat Lifestyle. But for now, they can always reach me directly through my Nicole at Carver Concierge. That way, it doesn't slip through any cracks until we're fully rolled out. But the launch is coming. Podcast will be out in June. And these events are going to start live at the end of August, first part of September. Oh, exciting. I can't wait. I'm it so is exciting. excited. <laughs> well, I can't wait to have you sit on the sofa. I kick your shoes yes, off. I would love that. Oh, well, yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, it, it is. It's, I'm, I'm really super excited for this. Uh, when you were... Um, we were sitting at Miguel's having our Mexican food and you were talking about it. I was just like, this is so fantastic. This is going to be so big and so fantastic. And you're the perfect person to, you know, lead this. I really do believe that. Yeah, I really do believe that. So I have absolutely had so much fun having you on the show. I want to touch base again in another like six months or so and talk about where Let's Chat is at and, um, you know, talk more about it because this is just the beginning. This is, this is just the beginning of something really big for you and for women here in, in our area. And I think it's just going to explode and be fabulous. I think it's going to really help a lot of women with that work-life integration. Great. Well, thanks so much for having me and letting me share this. And I, it's like, this was like sitting down over lunch with you. We just have great conversations, <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's chat. <laughs> it's always like, we need to do this more often, right? Right. So, yeah, this is great. So thank you again, Nicole. Um, again, we're going to have in our show notes, we'll have that. Um, we'll put the website. I know you said the website is coming, but we'll put that information on how, if this is something that sounds really, you know, something that you won't really want to get in board on with, or with some, something you gosh, get tongue tied at the end. I can tell it's getting towards the end of my time. Um, or if you want to find out more, we'll include Nicole's contact information so you can reach out to her and find out more about it. But um, yeah, in the meantime, thank you again. I am really looking forward to this launch. I am really looking forward to following this. I think it's going to be wonderful. And I can't wait to have you back on the show so we can talk about what has been happening and what the next vision is for where you're going with it. Sounds great. Thanks so much. Thank you. And for all of you listening, I'm your host, Coach Tanya Fines with Nicole Carver of Carver Concierge. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the conversation. And once again, can't wait to be back with another great guest. Take care, everybody. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening to the Strong by Design podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please subscribe so that more people can find out about our show. Plus, you don't want to miss any future episodes with the amazing guests and topics we have lined up for you.